It's iRadio in the afternoon. Dave and Fanilla with you. How are things? Pat Short is one of a kind on this island. Comedian, actor, writer, musician, and then some. From the Dumbelievables to Father Ted to Killing a Scully. And let's not forget he had the biggest selling single in Ireland in 2006. And some sauce and that says, Are you doing my role? Jumbo breakfast roll, six weeks at the top of the Irish charts in 2006. It is 15 years old this week. But we're not speaking about that today. We're speaking to Pat about him not standing still and the next project that comes along. To our knowledge, it's Ireland's first ever father and daughter comedy act. Pat's daughter Faye, who is a trained actor, she has started to write scripts and film sketches with her father. And this Saturday from 7pm for 24 hours, you can stream The Wellness Hour with Pat and Sheila on patshort.com. Like that poor interviewer that asked the cores, where did you first meet? We start today with... How did the two of you come together, even though you're from the same household? I'm her, I'm her dad. <laughs> we know each other since yeah. she was a child. <laughs> we go way back. And, and what drew you to each other? <laughs> I think I think the pandemic, to be honest yeah, with you. You know, sure. uh, Faye just finished in drama school in Dublin and film school. I um, came home then, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of the reason why I had been up in Dublin for three years. I hadn't even seen you, I'd say, for no, months for before months, I came months, down. Yeah. And then we started doing sketches together and then we had comic relief. Yeah, I think it was we were sitting out in the back garden in the sunny weather in the first lockdown, if you yeah. remember. And uh, the bottles of wine were out. And <laughs> we were like, get in the ditch. We're, fil- we're filming something. Yeah, we did a few things in the ditch. That's right. <laughs> and, yeah, just it, the crack started up and, and kind of no more than all theatres had shut down, everything had shut down. So we kind of thought, look, what we do is we don't, because they shut down, we don't shut down, you know, because we keep, we, we we write and do comedy and I do anyway, and Faye is trained in all that area as well. Yeah. So so then we said, look, why don't we try and just do some stuff to keep ourselves going and kind of tighten up our skills on, on filming and editing and all that kind of stuff and sound recording. And I was doing the podcast at the time and I thought, why don't we just try some of the characters in the podcast and bring Faye into it yeah. some way. And then the, then the comic relief sketch came about with Deirdre Kane asked me to do comic relief and I said look I'm working with Faye at the moment and she was very excited about that because I told her Deirdre years ago and she babysat Faye once <laughs> so she thinks the comic gene came from Deirdre O'Kane not from me <laughs> so so there you go Faye but uh, so that yeah so out, out of that we did that sketch and that was a huge success and we thought look let's just do some more of it and then thankfully uh, we, we were one of the lucky companies uh, our own company that the government came behind uh, in the scheme before Christmas where they, they they gave money to a lot of touring acts that would tour the country because we tour all the time uh, to put on shows. And of course, then there was a lockdown again. Yeah. So then we turned it into a, the video show, which is the one that's going out on Saturday night. It did go out over Christmas, just to let people know. It's But what happened was we, we put the show out for 16 nights uh, on online. And then we ended up doing the New Year's Eve sketch. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, and, and it came down the next our day. Show, our show came down the next day. That was planned. And uh, next thing we're inundated with Texts emails and, and people going, yeah. how come we can't see the show? It's like, it was, oh. we didn't realise the whole lot was happening, yeah. you know, yeah. when we planned it. So we decided to put it back out for a night because there was a lot of, huge amount of emails and that in said people hadn't seen it. 
the greatest advertisement for the show happened and then you were like, we're closing yeah. the show. Good luck. <laughs> That's absolutely. The show came down that night yeah. and people were the next day go, oh, we must Where watch Where can it. I find yeah. it? And I was like, oh, it's down now. We just we, took we, it yeah. down. It's sold out. There's great planning goes on in this office. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's why it's back up anyways on the 20th of February. Yeah, for one night only. Yeah. So, so it's up for people to look forward to as well because God knows we just want something to kind of break up the weekend and, and to yeah. look forward to. There's, so yeah, there's, 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 not one, there's not one mention of COVID in the whole show. <laughs> That's such oh a good line. God. You're obviously so well versed in, in doing sketches and but you always then had the balance of the touring, as you mentioned, and the live audience reaction. So when the two of you are there like working together and trying to get the ideas, how do you know that something is gold, if you get me, when you don't have that live audience reaction? I think when we start laughing ourselves. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's two of us here to bounce the ideas off of, which is much easier than one person thinking of it by themselves. Um, we have each other to test the ideas yeah. out on, really. And if we don't laugh, then we don't use it. Yeah, when I was doing the podcast on my own, I thought I was going mad because I was just <laughs> sitting there laughing away at myself. <laughs> it's much easier when there's someone there to laugh at you. you know? <laughs> uh, look, I was going to ask, do you miss live shows? But of course you do. Like, Faye, it's interesting, Pat being so well-known and then not really following in his footsteps, but kind of, like, I'm yeah. wondering, did Pat, did you ever try and talk Faye out of a career in the arts? <laughs> did you try and put her into it? Faye, did you go for advice? I'm, I'm just, I'm very interested in the dynamic. Yeah, I don't think I was ever pushed into it at all. I was obviously quite um, used to being on sets, you know, going to behind theatres and uh, going behind everything regarding the arts. Um, I was consumed in it from an early age. So I suppose I was quite comfortable in that surroundings. Um, and then I kind of took it upon myself to audition for drama school. I don't think I told you at the time that I was going for it until oh. I around the, the stage of getting the audition. And I was like, yeah, just to let you know, I'm, I'm doing drama now. <laughs> and he was like, okay, that's fine. No worries, work away. And that was it. And then it's only recently we, we've started working together. And even the notion of working together, I never thought it would even happen. I didn't have yeah. it on the agenda whatsoever. So I I was as shocked as everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to move to London initially. And, yeah. and, and, you know, you has since got a London agent. So Faye's doing a lot of auditions and stuff there. But yeah, it, this this came about through sitting at home and being in a bubble, I suppose, yeah. uh, and just wanting to work and, and do what we do, you know. I was wondering, Faye, and I mean this question in the nicest way possible, I yes. really do, but going back maybe more so to your teenage years, how did you take your dad seriously in his parenting role, given, you know, the character he inhabits, or characters? Well, my mother was definitely more the um, the, the stricter parent. Um, she'll kill me for saying this, but she she was the stricter parent. Like dad would be like, it's grand, you can have the cookies, work away, we'll get takeaway tonight. Um, whereas mom would have been a lot stricter on it. Um, thank God, because you're funny. Well, no, I think Lily was the funniest. My other daughter uh, is just younger, a year younger than Faye. And when she used to get mad at me, she'd yeah. say, do you know what, dad? People aren't laughing with you, they're laughing at you. <laughs> Nothing right, to the heart. straight to the heart. I used to roar laughing. I'd say, oh, at that least they're really paying joking. to laugh at me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> None of your friends are paying to laugh at you. Um, no, that, that was the way she used to have a go. Yeah. She's hilarious. These lads put dinner on your table. So yeah. you <laughs> the money maker here. Yeah. 
Oh, brilliant. <laughs> the last time we actually spoke, Pat, and we never got to speak about it was uh, afterwards, was Dark Lies, the, the island. Uh, a great success. It was down at the, yeah. the premiere in Carrigan Shannon. Um, what kind of, I suppose it's, it's hard when we're sitting here in lockdown to think which avenue I'd like to go or go down or what's the, the possibilities. But once this is all over, do you see more serious roles? Do you see more comedy stage shows? Does one have a grandiose plan in their head? No, I don't think there is a, a great grandiose plan. I've, I have two movies coming up this year. The, the film industry is, is kind of back up and running. Two, two major films happening later in the year. And I just finished a series with uh, Don Gleeson, Brandon Gleeson, and Tom Bon Lawler, Sarah Green, and um, for Amazon, a comedy series, which will be going out later in the year. We have a few other projects kind of bubbling away as well. So TV and film is kind of still very active. But I don't really pursue a particular role in that. Albeit the two films I'm doing this year, one of them is going to be a serious role, uh, and the other one is going to be comedy actually but dark comedy almost like dark lies the island in that sense that it's that was a comedy even though it was fairly dark <laughs> it's in the title you know? <laughs> so you know it's funny i think i'm doing a straight movie and then i find out it's a comedy <laughs> um no you think look it's the stuff pops up all the time you know what i mean um and and uh it's it's great to be doing the film work you know i'm delighted to be doing it um, it, it would be lovely to be back on stage. I love doing comedy on stage. I love walking out. We were talking about it the other night, you know, the, the dynamic of hearing the crowd coming in, the crowd getting excited about the show about to begin, and you're behind the, the curtain mm. waiting to go on stage with a dynamic, dynamic of fear and, and can't wait to get out there and have the crack. And then the whole thing starts and it's just a roller coaster uh, for two hours. So, you know, I was talking about it in the context of when all of this is over. Somebody was asking me, will people be going back into theatres? Now, of course they will. They'll be going back into fields, throwing drink all over each other, dancing yeah. and sleeping in ditches, you know what I mean, at rock festivals. That's what we love. That's what we love doing. Um, and I love, certainly love the live work. Um, but yes, they're, they're, as I say, funny enough, like, yeah, we, we were doing this, this series for Amazon Channel 4. Up in, we were doing a Dublin, Northern Ireland, and we kind of got shut down Um mid-shoot or near the end of the shoot. There was only a few weeks left and about a month left in the shoot. So we had to go back up to Belfast to finish it. And it was very strange. Um, the particular hotel we were staying in, there was another shoot on as well. Oh, I can't remember. It's the one with the, the cop show. Line Ireland. of Duty. Line of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Martin Comston. And, and uh, yeah, they were all staying in the same hotel. And I didn't see anyone because we were locked in our rooms for the whole time. You just get out to shoot and back in because it's it's that kind of isolation thing. Um and I bumped into a lot of actors I knew in breakfast the morning I was leaving after being up there for a month and they were all probably in the room beside me. <laughs> so it's a very weird way of working. It's, everything is very strange. Everyone's blocked off into different colour zones, makeup, camera, everybody. So mm. nobody mingles anymore. And uh, the social life is a big part of making films and TV. You know, acting and working is great. But you kind of pre all this pandemic and everything you'd end up as a kind of almost like a family you get to know people mm. really well because you're off for a couple of months working on a film somewhere it could be in the middle of nowhere or whatever and you kind of hang out together and dine together mm. and everything but this was so strange because you didn't mm. meet anybody you know not even after the shoot 
Yeah, and the, the spontaneity is gone and the crack is gone and it's just, yeah, it's very much yeah. focused on the work. The, all yeah. the other bits that go along and make it more exciting are gone. I'm wondering, when we go a little bit more back to normality, what are the chances of getting one or both of you into some cut of a reality TV show? I'm going to give you two options. Love Island. I'm going to go with Love Island. I'm I would love to be great. Oh yeah, great. love Island, the double D. Yeah. <laughs> the next Greg O'Shea. <laughs> it's okay, so we've Love Island potentially. I had been thinking p- p- possibilities of Dancing with the Stars or the celebrity version of Ireland's fittest family. <laughs> None of the above. <laughs> no, I was asked to do the dancing one once and uh, it's a huge commitment. It is. I, I remember talking to Deirdre Kane about it and she thought she'd go mad. She said the sequence in this sparkly dresses were bad enough, she said, but but the actual training, training and, yeah. you know, getting trying to get the, to fitness level and everything at the end of a week, get a, a routine together. She said Talk. it was absolutely excruciating uh, to the feet and everything else. So, and I know, I mean, when they asked me to do it, they send you on the kind of diary of what weeks they're shooting and what, it's a huge commitment, mm-hmm. massive commitment. And I just could never give that time to it, you know. I'm a bit too busy. Fair enough, but I was actually I was I was thinking though with your your background and your how you're so in, enmeshed in rural life. I just love to see a jive off your path. I, <laughs> I, I would too. I would too. Uh, we'll have to go to Mike English or something like. That. <laughs> we'll organise a, a huli. If you can't commit to dancing with the stars, we'll organise a huli to get to see a jive or do some bit of brush dancing. Uh, you'll be waiting for Nula. I can tell you. <laughs> Faye, video, a secret, you know, let's set up a WhatsApp group. We'll just get oh, a look at it. Don't you worry. Not, <laughs> not for public consumption. Fair enough. Secret, secret camera somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one thing that I've, we've always wanted to, to do on the show, but we never got the right person to give us their opinion on it is, and this is coming, this is left field. You know the way cows have different accents from around the world? But I fully believe that in different parts of Ireland, different people have different ways of shooing cows. So the cows have broke out. You're trying to get the cows back in. And if you're from Tipperary or you're from the south or you're from the north, you have a different, human, 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 And I'm wondering if you were tasked with bringing in the cows, what would be the, human, human, hop, 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 hop. Hum. That's my one. Hop, hop. Faye. Up to bed, up to bed, up to bed. Perfect. See, everyone has that's a different one. Obviously, that's what I'd say. Up to bed. Not in front of your pad. No, no. I don't want to be around the house. I want blinkers on when that's going on. And Love yeah, Island tonight, Pat gets the shock of his life. <laughs> I feel like it really did come out of left field and I'll tell you I'll I'll give you the context not that you need it now I came in one morning and I'd been home home my home place even before visiting my parents and I was like I'd just driven in and neighbours cows had come in the gate after me and they were making absolute hames of the lawn and my parents like that would drive my parents insane so I come in today the next day and because I was useless at getting them out I'd go in and get my parents and be like here would you help me get them out the gate and Dave was like and what what were you saying to them? Like, what were you? What was your noise calling the cows? And this sparked this whole conversation. So I wanted to offer you that context. We don't Thank normally bring George. up cow calls. Into, I did. Quite saying he's not yeah. that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, I feel this is ruined now. I didn't want you to have the context. I wanted 
energy going, he's not, he's not well. That the pandemic has done terrible oh, no. things to him. Look at him. not well. No, no, no. This Saturday, 24 hours only. Tell us the show again. Well, if you if you if you want to watch the show, it's it's uh, it's it's streaming from seven o'clock on Saturday night. And the best way to get it is go to patshort.com and just hit on the picture, the image of it, and it'll bring you straight to the ticket office. There's there's other ways of doing it, but that's the simplest way. www.patshort.com and uh, enjoy the show. Pat and Bay, it has been a joy talking to you. It's a tonic for the rest of the day. Now it's always oh, good to get this amount of laughing in <laughs> time of the day. So really appreciate your your time and chatting to us. Thanks. For, Thank uh, you. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Yeah. iRadio in the afternoon with Dave and iRadio in the afternoon with Tesco weekdays from 3 on iRadio I-